episode, y'all. In this episode, I'm going to be interviewing this young man that uh, I've come to grow fond of. He's a lyricist. That's what I call him anyway. I'm going to let him introduce himself, right? But I wanted to sit down and talk to him because I think that what he has to say is important. And I hope that it influences y'all out there that are listening, especially parents, that um, this lifestyle has a whole lot of holes in it. But I'm going to let him tell you about that and tell you about his life so that you can get a better understanding. You know what I mean? So, hey, bro, go ahead and introduce yourself. For sure, for sure, man. My name is Caddy from Fayetteville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Where is Fayetteville at? Man, Fayetteville, uh... I've heard of it. I don't it's, know where it's at. It's down there by Huntsville, Alabama, 30 minutes away from Tullahoma, 30 Shittyville, minutes from Alabama. Lewisburg, Pulaski. We all in that area right there. Oh, okay. In that yeah, area. Yeah. Pulaski? Yeah, yeah. Home of the, the... home of the clan. Home of the clan. Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> Tell me um, why you want to do this interview. Because wow. you know what the podcast is about. My podcast is about educating people. Uh, about the lifestyle, deterring the lifestyle, so on and so forth. So tell me, why would you want to do this? Uh, just to be totally honest, yes. uh, you know, I just want to be part of the move. Dig that, dig that. Straight like that. Dig that. That's real. I respect that, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, how long have you been locked up? Uh, I've been locked up three years. Three years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been locked up before? Uh, you know, county jail. County jail? Yeah. yeah group, homes, group homes before that. So is this your first time in prison? Yeah, first time in prison. First time in prison. So yeah. you were locked up in county jails and yeah. in juvenile facilities? Yeah, juvenile facilities. At what age were you first incarcerated in uh juvenile facility? I say about fourteen. Fourteen for what? Uh, it was either probably defiance or runaway. It was in that area. Nothing and stuff like that. Yeah, it started off small. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was your life like before you got locked up in juvenile the first time? Before I got locked up, it was uh I say at a moment, I had a moment of of stability while I was living in the country, okay. and uh, you know we would deal with cows and we would do square bells and you know what I'm saying we worked oh, on really? the farm and you know what I'm saying I'm driving mm-hmm. tractors and mm-hmm. stuff like it really? four wheelers the church and stuff you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> and then, but but the turning point came when when my mama divorced this man and we moved back to the hood and right. and I spent my it was a holiday. It was the 4th of July. And my mama was staying with my auntie. And I'm staying with my other auntie on my daddy's side. And, she, and when we met up on the holiday on the 4th of July, and she was like, this is the first holiday we can't spend together. And we just both cried in each other's arm. Then after that day, it was the streets. Okay, let me back up a little bit. I got you. So when she divorced, was she divorcing your father? Nah. nah. And so she remarried? Nah, she never remarried. She never, she, I'm talking about the, she married... This man. Uh, somebody other than your pops, right? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And then she ended up divorcing him. Yep. Y'all were split up. Yep. Because yep. of circumstances. Yep. Yep. And then that's when it went downhill. That's when it went downhill. So when it went downhill, um, how did you know to go downhill? How, what did you know about the life? See, when I, as a young age, I seen the streets. I was around the streets. How? What? what out your window? What? Were you, I mean, did you, you live know, in I, the neighborhood? I, I lived in the neighborhood. So, Got it. You know what I'm saying? I, I was brought up around it. You know what Got I'm saying? It. So Got I already it. had a feeling for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before I moved to the country, that's where I was at. Okay. You okay. see what I'm saying? I got so, you. I got you. so when I got brought back to it, I didn't have nothing else. I didn't have nothing to lean on. Hmm. I can't even stay with my mama. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm defending for myself in my mind. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, whatever they can, whatever that's being taught, I was eating it. 
So no matter he, who it came from. No matter who it came from. Because it was feeding you. Because it was feeding me. Yeah. Boom, I'm stealing from stoves. I'm robbing stoves. I'm whatever clever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We selling everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We doing robbing everything. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. Where were you staying at? I was staying with my auntie. You were staying with your auntie? Yeah. So tell me about the relationship between you and, you and your auntie. Did she notice that you were not in the house and out doing all this? Did she hear about you doing these things? What was that I, like? We, I mean, we got caught up one time. See, my auntie <laughs> had three kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One of them moved out, but then she had uh, two other kids that we would go to Walmart and steal stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we got caught up. That day we, wow. got, yeah, we got caught up, man. And we got our ass beat. Yeah. Real good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But she was, my auntie the type, we, we in the hood, so we outside all day. You know what I'm saying? She so can't watch you all the time. She can't watch me all the time. Yeah. She, she work. Yeah. yeah. You know, she she get on to us or she give us game or whatnot, but we young. What's game? What's an old head game when you young? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Feeling it. I ain't feeling it. She telling you about the consequences of life. Yeah. yeah that ain't, no. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to find a way to get it. Right now. Right now. And you were how old? Man, at that time, I think I was about like, when we moved, when we came back, I was like 13. I had to be 13 when we came back. Yeah. So, other than, like, you, you and your mom, the issue of, you know, that separation that caused that, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, situation to put you out there in the streets. What else was it that made you so anxious to be out there in the streets? What was well, that? See, just being around because my mom all the time. Were, if you were in the house with your auntie, you were not homeless, right? Right, right. She fed you. Most definitely. Clothed you. Most definitely. So... Can you think of anything? What was it that made you want to be out there? See, my my mama man can only can can teach me so much. I can only want to hear so much from my mama. Yeah. I needed a male figure. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's a lot of men out there, man. They was they was shining. It was glitter, but I thought it was gold. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? Everybody got this and everybody got that. I didn't understand that. What people got don't mean right. Ain't that ain't the the you know what I'm saying? Don't the mean goal. they good people, right? But so that's what I was really chasing. You know what I'm saying? How do you how do they got this? I need to go be with them to be able they, to get that. Right. You feel me? So that's what I was on, man. You feel me? Yeah. My mama tried everything she could. You know what I'm saying? We would just split, we wouldn't even split away for a long period of time. I think it was about six months or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But she tried everything she could. But and my. It was my thought process, what yeah. I was thinking, and yeah. what I wanted, and that's what, what that was it's it. It's just that on that. Yeah. So you wanted a male figure in your life, somebody yeah. to help you, you know, mm -hmm. figure out life, right? Mm -hmm. And the only ones that were available mm -hmm. was the ones in the streets. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Where was your pops? My pops, he was driving truck, I believe. You know, yeah. he was doing his own thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you had no contact with him. I, I would, I would see him. I would hear from Mary now and then, you know what I'm saying, real brief, you know what I'm saying. Really? Yeah, but he was doing his own thing. Yeah. Did he know you were doing all kinds of stuff in the street? Did they tell him that? They had to. We small town. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Did he ever try to correct you long distance? I mean, nah, I ain't really had no correction from him. Mm. I ain't really had no correction from None him. None at all? No, not at all. Yeah, so the dudes in the streets that you started gravitating towards, right, uh, don't no names at all, but right. was it one in particular that you gravitated towards? That really gave you the game. Yeah, yeah. What was special about him? His uh, well, his his confidence. His confidence in the street. His confidence, man. You know what I'm saying? He had something I didn't have. Right. I didn't have the confidence to voice what I believe in. 
Yeah. And even though he believed in something wrong, right? But he, he believed was still it just he believed in something. Yeah, he believed in something. And I ain't have nothing to believe in. Right. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Why do you think you didn't have anything to believe in? Because you... I didn't know what to believe in. Mm, still young. You knew you were young, didn't yeah. know. Yeah. And yeah. you was trying to find it. I'm trying to find something. Anybody, anybody. Anything. Any food y'all got, let me eat it. Let me eat. Yeah. Yeah, dig that. So what is it that he taught you? He taught you the dope game? He taught Put me you the, in the street? He taught me the dope game. He taught me He taught me how to uh, maneuver around in the streets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He taught me how to, uh, one of my first lick with him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Ex- just, explain for my audience when you say lick, you know, what does that mean? Oh, uh, first, uh, breaking and entering. Breaking and entering. Okay. Yeah. So that was your first real crime. Yeah, 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 not not the Walmart stuff, stealing yeah. bicycles or whatever y'all yeah, was stealing, yeah, 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 yeah. batteries and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> sir. That was your first real deal, yeah. Holyfield, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. tell me, how did he convince you to do that? What did he say to make you? Because were you nervous? You never done this before, so I would imagine you had to be nervous. Well, see, it was really the opposite. I was really anxious. You were anxious? You wanted yeah. to do it. Yeah, it was it was a thing like I, I knew that I needed some money. I thought about getting money so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Plus, I got this this person I look up to right here beside me. Right. I want to show him that I'm with the move because that's how we're dealing with is the streets. All the streets. So, uh, yeah, I'm with the move. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing can stop me from doing this right here. You but can't. see, you a juvenile, so how did you, did you, did he introduce to you or you introduce the move to him? See, we. So that's what I'm saying. It was it was who knew and who influenced whom because I would imagine as a, it, you could say what you say you were in the streets yeah. right, but you were a child. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. did you go to him and say I got this lit? It was more. You know of a, what I'm saying it was more and, of a conversation. See, it came. Up, it was a conversation about some niggas. Yeah, these niggas off. Woo. Let's get them. They got some. Yeah, and then it was boom. Let's go, let's go handle the move. You so how saying? does a? Were you 13? 14? About 13, 14. And so then. how does a 13-year-old make a move like that? You feel what I'm saying? What I, I understand you say the confidence that he had, it rubbed off on you evidently. Yeah, yeah. And plus you said you were anxious to show him that yeah. you with this. Most definitely. The streets. Most definitely. Right? That Most you, definitely. You, you cut like that, right? Exactly. You built like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 13, I don't, 14, I don't know how you know you was built that way, but I get it. <laughs> but when you go in, I've never been on Mm-hmm. A lick like that, but when you go in, it's a lot of things moving. I would imagine at one time. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where did you learn the composure that you would need to do that from? How did you know you had that in you? You were anxious to do it, mm-hmm. but how did you know you had what it takes to do it until you do it? See the game that he was giving me at the time. Before man, that, the game he was giving me, man, it was structure. You feel me? We was moving off of structure, man. You know, security is a must. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, long as we securing ourselves and we securing this perimeter, man. That is. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. we, we ran in on structure. Mm-hmm. You handle this and handle this, bro. You handle this and we're going to do it like so this. So, he basically groomed you to be prepared for whatever was coming mm-hmm. in the streets. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to get to, right? I, I, I asked those questions intentionally because a lot of people out there that might be listening to the show they don't understand how a child can get to that point to where they can execute something like that at that young age. Mm-hmm. And the reason that's possible is because some adult mm-hmm. has taught them, as you say, the structure to be prepared for that, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? What do you think about 
Uh, even though I, I understand, I, I believe that you had love for this brother. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Because he was giving you something that you thought you desired and needed mm-hmm. at the time, right? Mm-hmm. But what do you think about a person in a situation, not to down him, that's not what we're here for. Most definitely. But what do you think about a situation like that, that where an adult would give that type of game for whatever good intentions to a child? What do you really think about that today? What I think about yeah, that today. mindset today. What do you think about that? See, man, just to be totally honest, absolutely. You, some people, man, learn off of mistakes. Some people you can't tell them nothing. So why not guide them or get them game about what they finna do on the good and the bad of it? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. If they gonna be out here fucking some shit up, excuse my language. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Some, messing some stuff up. You know what I'm saying? Give them the game about it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You don't want to see them do that, but at the same time, but this is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about the situation. Keep it real. Yeah, that's don't tell your real. kid. Don't tell your kid Santa Claus coming in here. Because there ain't no Santa Claus. Ain't no Santa Claus. Because yeah. then they're going to be mad at you that you, you know what I'm saying? lied to them. Yeah. Right. I, I, I get that to an extent, right? I, I really do. I really do, right? Mm-hmm. But let me ask you a scenario. So what if that you giving that structure in that game, what if it ends up in somebody losing a life? How do you, how do you rationalize that? You, you had this structure, mm-hmm. something happens that was totally not uh, expecting to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But possible because of, you know, mm-hmm. circumstances. So what do you do then? What do you, what do you have, what do you tell that child to prepare for at that point? Do you tell this 13 or 14 year old to prepare to be gone to prison for the rest of his life or her life, mm-hmm. if it's a female? Or do you say, I got this as an adult? Because that was a child and you influenced them. What do you say about that? So you saying if they went on a mission and, if somebody, they have, mm-hmm. and then somebody's life, uh, life got took yeah. in, that, in the mix of that. See, that comes with it. You know That's what I'm saying? Of it. That's part of it. That would have been explained from the jump. That this you know could happen. That this could happen. That's this part of the grooming get, then. This is what you get yourself into. You know if you live saying? this life. If you live this way. And I'm glad you said that because that's what I think a lot of people um, don't calculate. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I see a lot of stuff on the news. I don't know if you watch the news, mm-hmm. uh, but I see a lot of stuff that be happening on the news and the people, uh, kids, uh, mm-hmm. finding themselves in situations where somebody is hurt bad or killed. Mm-hmm. And when I see them in court, you know, uh, I see the tears and I see the pain on the parents' faces and the parents of the kid that got killed. And then I'm saying to myself, you know, I know as an adult, tears roll down my face. You feel what I'm saying? In a situation like that. So I can only imagine what a child is thinking. And I was just wondering, you know, what do you, what would you think, what do you think today of somebody that's an adult that would teach a child that this is part of a lifestyle that you choose? And what would you say to that child and that adult now? What would you say to them? Well. And I know this is getting a little bit too serious, but it's good. It's okay. Go ahead. It's good because you know you this thing need to be talked about. Right. You know what I'm saying. But at the same time, like I said before, it depends on what level they was on. If they was on the level of this is what they doing and nothing else matter, I got to give it to you real. Yeah. It would hurt me not to give it to you real. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if you're gonna be out there on the block, I would advise you to uh, put the pistol over there by the fence. In the chip bag, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you giving them the, keep, the game. You feel me? Keep the yeah. dope over there in the in a napkin over yeah. there because you might get. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah. I'm just saying I would I would try to give you some jewels, right? Even though it might, some people would look at that bad, but at the same time, 
So are you saying? So are you saying that for those kids out there that are gonna do it, mm -hmm. if they're gonna do it, the best thing to do is to teach them the right way to do it. I would say, or, well, I don't even. It ain't I would no say, right way to do I'm it, saying you gonna give them. You you know you gonna try to tell them the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? In those look, circumstances, this is, hey, bro, look, this ain't really the move for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you you ain't going it's no way to prepare yourself for prison. It's no way. You see what I'm saying? It's so much that goes on in the inside you don't even know about. You right. know what I'm saying? So I can tell you that too. I'm gonna tell you that. But then again, you ain't, I know you ain't gonna listen to it. I'm still gonna tell you how to move or maneuver too. Right. Because you out here. Yeah, because some of them just out there. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't no turning around. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? The only way they're gonna turn around is to get forced to. You feel me? So what do you say then? I get you. I I get you. And I agree with you on some circumstances like that. I know some people like it. It's mm. sad, but I yeah. do. I know some that you can tell them everything under the sun about it, and they still want to try it. You they want to take a drink of the yeah, water. Exactly. So what do you say about those um, people that want laws to be where juveniles uh, get 20, 30, 40, and 50 years? What do you say to that? Is that deserved? Do you think those kids that would not have listened in, under any circumstances – to not doing it, go to school, do this and do that. Do you think those kids should be in prison for the bulk of their life? I don't even feel that they mind is fully developed to even know the choices that they're making. Hmm. I like, so who, what does the responsibility fall? Does it, does it fall on the adult that's teaching them, even though they say they have good intentions? Or does I, it fall on the person that actually did it, the kid? I kind of feel like it falls on the parents. Oh, and not the person in the street. I feel like it follow on the parents from because it starts from the household. I get you on that, but let, okay, I get you, and, I, and, and we're gonna jump to the household. <laughs> but if you got a child in the streets that's gravitating towards an adult in the streets, yeah. not a parent, yeah, right, and that adult teaches them A, B, and C. Why should the parent that's in the household that has tried to tell them the right thing? Why should that parent be? held accountable for what that child is learning from an adult that is not their parent because you know now just keep why, it going because honestly yes okay if I had my kid if I was out there and had my kid you know what I'm saying we was in the household and my kid was in the street and they committed a crime the first place the police gonna come to was me yes I'm responsible yes this kid is under my care right you know what I'm saying so and if I couldn't handle this kid I supposed to take ask them, help. ask for help, and take certain measures. You know what I'm saying? Like what? <laughs> I supposed to take certain measures. Like my mama, she took certain measures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She called uh, DCS on me. You oh, know what I'm saying? Okay. So you know what I'm saying? I can't handle him. He's being, you feel me? Boom. You know what I'm saying? So, so you think the parents should be more involved in doing whatever they need to do to to steer their child the other way? Most definitely. Because once they step out into the streets. It is what it is. Most definitely, I say DC is a little stream, but I would I would most definitely say be more involved from my experience. Be way more involved. Do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Jump off the cliff for your kids, man. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, then somebody else gonna be teaching them, and then it's gonna end up to that what we talking about. Oh, that's about real. Now. No, that's you know real. Yeah, jump all the way off the cliff if yeah. you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they 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 gonna get what they want. You feel me? You know yeah, what in saying? the streets you are gonna get what they want. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, yeah. that's interesting, man. Okay, yeah. then dig that. Yeah. So go past that then. Uh, now you you you're into the adult phase of your life. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. So the the adult phase, man. You know, shoot. This it, it, soon I turned eighteen. Mm -hmm. See, I was in independent living. You know what I'm saying? I still was in DCS uh, custody. 
What's I independent say, living? Independent living is where uh, DCS pay for you an apartment. You know, to so give you a place oh. to live, get you your school and stuff like it. You know Who's living with you? Oh, uh, I had some roommates that was in DCS custody too. Well, wait a minute. Is there any adults involved? Did y'all like have a house we, mother we was 18. or a father? We, you know what I'm oh, you're 18. 18. I'm still in, I was in custody until I was 14 until I was uh, 18. Okay, then. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even yeah. know that. Yeah. that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, anyways, I, uh, we was in there, uh, and I, and I, I caught a charge. I'm going to work. I caught my, I caught a gun charge. I was, I had a gun on me mm. going to work. I'm going mm. to Ruby Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In Green Hills. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Then. I know I got to catch that bus back though. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my first time really being in the city. Okay. I'm from a country. You know what I'm saying? You. So I, uh, you know, I had to do what I had to do. So I caught my first charge. Boom! I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the mix of things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm panicking. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, when I'm panicking. I'm trying to come up with what I'm going to do with my life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm, uh, I'm supposed to be going to school. That's part of the agreement of staying in this apartment. You know what I'm saying? I'm staying out west. I'm staying on 40. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that's a, so that's a part of the agreement. So I ain't got no car. The reason why I got caught with the gun because I got to catch the bus and I'm around these, you know, slick ass niggas. You know what I'm right, saying? Absolutely. Boom. So, okay. So I decided to go back uh, to, to the hometown, mm, mm, mm. pick his sack up. Yeah. <laughs> go get that work. <laughs> Go get yeah. the work, boom, boom, yeah. boom. That's how I, uh, I caught my ten. You know what I'm saying? They put me on probation, and then I just, I was always in the hole. I'm always trying to climb out trying the hole. Trying to get out of the hole. I've, I've been trying to climb out the hole since I was 18. Why was that? Why were you always in the red? Why couldn't you get out of the hole? I made the wrong decision. Meaning? I chased the bag. Explain that because they don't know what that means. Chasing the bag. I I, I was chasing some 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 money. I was chasing a dream. That was ne- that never could be it accomplished. Be. It couldn't be right. You feel me? Right. I get a quarter ounce of dope, 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 a quarter ounce of dope. Right. I'd be on the ounce. I'd be on the ounce. I'd be on the ounce, and tomorrow I'm on the ground. You know what I'm saying? All the way back. All the way back. How? How is that? Mismanaging. Miss. No. No guidance. See, most people. No. Most people don't understand that. And most people that's in the dope game, they don't really ever get. To that level that you see on TV. Hey, too many scar faces. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm so saying? you really just look bit little bit of mini cars in the machine. Man, you feel making me. somebody else rich. Man. And I wanted to say that because, you know, everybody thinks that it's real easy to pick up that dope pack and get rich. It's not. Mm-hmm. You'll be better off if you knew how to manage money and you had a job. Man. The key is the management because the mismanagement of your money mm-hmm. what kept you chasing the bag, as you say, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you knew how to manage money, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even need that lifestyle. But go ahead. Exactly. You're right. Ahead. And go that's ahead. what it was. You know, I didn't have time management or money management. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you you didn't have a father figure to teach you that. Exactly. Right. Now, let's go back just for a quick, quick. Okay, then. Okay. The person that taught you the business, the, business, the game, yeah. right? Yeah. He didn't bother to teach you that part, did he? He didn't. See... Ooh, listen, <laughs> let me tell you something though. See, man, this nigga, man, when I came to prison, man, this nigga taught me, man. He said, yeah. hey, man, it's people that uh, they got money and it's people that understand money, man. Yes, come on, and man. And that's the difference, man. When it's you big understand money. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand it. You didn't understand it. It was even the point where I was up. Yeah. yeah I was good, up and, 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 and lost it all. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. Didn't understand money. Because that's how most people are in the game. They mm. don't understand money. Mm-hmm. They might have it, but they don't understand it. Yep. Yeah, they don't know yep. how to hold on to that. Yep. Anyway, yep. Well, go ahead. Finish. But uh, anyway, so uh, boom. So, of course, you know what that leads to. I caught another charge. 
Uh, CI set me up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Confidential informant. Yes. You feel me? Set me up. You know what I'm saying? I got a 9 at 30 for that. You know what I'm saying? That violated my 10. Then I ended up in here. Now I got a 19-year sentence. Right. All over 10 and a half grams of dope. 10 and a half grams. 10 and a half grams of dope. 19-year sentence, man. You know what I'm saying? I bought a flat. Excessive to me, but. Man, yeah. I bought a flat in the 10-year sentence. Uh, this year, 2023, but they had started our way over. You know what I'm saying? So, for anybody out there that's listening, you know what I'm saying? I just need y'all to hear that. Ten and a half grams of dope, 19 years, man. Yeah, I'm wondering, uh, this, this might be a little bit off topic, but I'm, are you, you're not eligible for any of the, like, these programs where they had, they've been taking people back to court, chopping their sentences down, drug uh, no. offenders and all that? No, no, I'm not eligible for anything like that, but, uh. That's weird. Yeah, I ain't eligible for nothing like that. I'm at, mm. I'm at 30% on them. Oh, well, you know okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at the a lot lowest of them, percentages yeah, on them. Yeah, a lot of them are in high percentages. Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. I dig that. I yeah. dig that. I dig that. So, yeah. so okay, you, you come all the way full circle to uh, your 19 years, and you're doing that. Uh, so, tell me now, how did Because, like, I hear you, you know what I'm saying? You rapping. I think you're very talented. I, I don't just say stuff like that to people. I don't do no blowing no smoke. Man, most yeah, I don't do that. I think you're very talented. What is it that you intend to do when you leave here? My intentions? Yeah. Most The, the most important thing I want to do, man, is uh, I want to deal with this concrete and, and, and invest in myself. When you say deal with this concrete, what do you mean? Oh, uh, I want to test concrete. Test concrete yeah, as a profession? Test, yeah, want to be yeah, okay. a part of the TCA, you know what I'm saying, Tennessee Concrete Association. Uh, I got you, know you I got you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but want to t- yeah. be in that area, you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, dig that. Give me a couple of trucks and stuff. So what are you doing to prepare for that? Uh, career. Well, right now, you know what I'm saying. I'm uh, I'm taking a correspondence course. You know what I'm saying. Uh, you pay for that on your own, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let them know then. Yeah, yeah. I pay for that on my own, yeah. man, monthly. So I'm taking that, and uh, you know, so there's some people in here, man. See, when people think of prison, they think of just criminals. Well, there's people in here that had uh careers out there, man. That's so right. I got mentors in here, man. That's, they're passing that knowledge on to you. Passing the knowledge, I'm eating it yeah, up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? See, now you're eating a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're eating a different yeah, way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So you're still head. looking. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm looking, I'm out of transition, though. Yeah, that's right. You know what that's I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And what was the most important part of that transition? What most, what influenced that transition? What influenced the transition, man? Yes. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest. Okay, so I had two. Uh, I had a hold on me because I violated my probation. Okay. While I'm in prison. Yeah. Okay, then. So, so, remind you, I'm in love with my baby mama. She had left me gotcha. when I got to prison. That yeah. stung me. Okay. When I finally made it to court, it wasn't nobody in the bleachers. No family, no nothing. No family, no nothing. I'm looking in the bleachers. It wasn't even nobody from the outside in the bleachers. They waited on me to the last one in there. So. I'm just processing it in my head. The DA laughed at me when they when they gave me the my time and everything. Right. And it and mm. it just it it just dawned on me like I gotta care about myself. Right. I really gotta care about myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause don't nobody really love you. You feel me? Right. So it's just that's that was my transitioning stage right there. I got to get in that scripture. You feel me? I got to get in right. some 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 divine knowledge. You know what I'm saying? The most high put some stuff in me, man. Right. Bless Come me. On now. You know what I'm saying? So uh once I got the Getting on that journey right there, man. You feel me? Everything else was a coup de matata, man. You yeah, it is. Everything else was no worries, man. No worries. All right. Dig that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that from? The Lion King? Man, you feel me? All right, then. <laughs> In the wise words. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's yeah. what's up. Well, dig that, man. I I, I want to thank you for uh, doing this, man. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking at you, and I wish 
that this was on video because I could, I'm looking at your body language while you're talking, right? Yeah. I don't think this was easy for you to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm glad that you did it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are going to benefit from it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I appreciate that, man. Yeah. And if you got anything else that you want to say to those out there, the parents or the kids, whomever, anything you want to say? Man, one thing I want to say, man, find you somebody you can be vulnerable with, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's a lot of things, man, as, uh, just as black people or just as people in general, man. Right. We, we all hold stuff in and we scared to let things out, man. And that'll, and that'll destroy you, man. You feel me? Yeah. Be vulnerable, man. Get help if you need it. You know what I'm saying? Know you a king. Know you a queen. Damn. Rise like the sun in the morning. Yeah. yeah man, I appreciate that, right? Yeah. Look here, y'all. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I say peace, y'all.